And we're back. Roll out, you dirty prick. Nah, it wasn't good. But we're going to leave it in there anyway. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> we nah, are the media. That wasn't good. Do it anyway. <laughs> we are the media masterminds. And we are back. Peter Cullen wouldn't be happy with you. All right, then we're doing it again, motherfucker. No, we, we, we're keeping this in there. No, we're starting over. That's it. <laughs> I'm still keeping it in there. Then I'm not talking anymore. <laughs> Very mature. I could do this all day. We're going to start again now, okay? Got that? I'll be really upset if you decide to leave all the beginning in there. Okay. And we're back. Cowabunga, dude. I'd rather do something that I'm not going to screw up as much as I would with Peter Cullen. So I'm going to start this way. Because I know he's going to leave it in there anyway. So we're back. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you know me too well. (laughs) This is all left in there. I love it. We're going to get right into it. Ladies and germs, we are here to do one of our special shows where we talk about stuff that we love. We do kind of simply the best. We do our top tens. We do a mix and match. This is a very special episode, and we are going to be talking about our top ten, not necessarily in this order, but, you know, as we've said in many shows in the past, we sometimes change our opinion as we watch stuff and revisit but these are top tens that we loved growing up and uh this is going to be for 80s cartoons if you didn't get that from my uh cowabunga reference uh have a nice day see yourself on the uh exit out and you could delete the app while you're at it (laughs) so as always i am your co-host oh wait i'm not legit pop I am the prick man himself, Benny Rose, and the once former leader of the Autobots, Legend Pop. No, I will not imitate Peter Cullen like you, so I won't do it. I'm the host with the most, baby. Michael Keaton would be upset. <laughs> Took you too long. Took you too long for that rebuttal. <laughs> so let's let's just get right into it baby um we're gonna work our way down from our 10 all the way up to our one and uh potentially there might be some honorable mentions we'll get uh on the way in the beginning before we dive uh, dive dive i don't even know dive, what that word dive, dive. Uh, dive dive with the v <laughs> not a p Dive right in. It's getting late. Ah, la la All right. So I think the Ledger Pop should get us started. I've said enough. I've uh, ruined the show within the first 10 minutes already by uh, doing awful impressions. I'm having a great night right now. Still I mean, a great night. It's funny because I've I've done voices and for some reason. I always bring out the worst of me on this show. I don't I don't I don't really seem to put any positive foot forward. So and that's a, <laughs> to take a step behind the curtain, we have done different openings of other shows that did not make the light of day. And I did listen to you and not use them. Today is not that day. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's gonna be a good one. Yep. Is this going so to be honor- a top or unprepared show? I, I had to cut. No, you off. I don't think so. I think, I mean, we, we, we like these shows, so it's going to be, <laughs> I think it'll be easy. I think there's going to be a lot of reruns, but that's just me personally. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Cool. Uh, my right. honorable mentions. <laughs> well, lo- let me preface this. I was born in the 80s, a uh, couple years later than you. And I do have an affliction for these shows, but many of them, I don't remember watching them live. I remember watching reruns and stuff like that, uh, with the exceptions of a couple and some I still watch, which is why they're as high on the list as they are. So to me, this is a little bit more challenging than it probably was to you. Similar to the last uh, best of the, that we did, then what was that? The 90s horror. 
Uh, but my honorable mentions are just like nostalgic to me. It's not really so much that they're great shows, but they were as nostalgia. And I remember watching them as kids. As a kid, I wasn't multiple kids. I'm not multiple man. You but... sure? <laughs> You're multiple variants of yourself. So my honorable mention are the Smurfs and Inspector Gadget. Those are my two honorable mentions. And I remember. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, 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 bam. You're just going to keep letting me do the theme song or are you going to jump in there at any point? Oh, I'm letting you hang yourself, brother. I did that. No, you hung yourself in the first two seconds of the show. So how do you want me to help you? I'm already dead. This guy is hanging at the noose. I scarfed myself. I have nothing to add about these shows. They're honorable mentions, so. Other than my theme song, which I thought was pretty epic. So I'll leave it at that. If I knew the composer, I'd tell you he's embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, that's just going to be the running theme. Okay. Aren't you embarrassed? So you're going to just go into your 10 or you're going to just start with your. You're not doing your honorable mentions. Uh, no, have I, you I, done the show before or no, I guess I, I guess I guess <laughs> I have it. Maybe I'm maybe I'm a scroll. Maybe I didn't catch the uh, that part of the memory. So I guess I'll do my uh, my honorable mention. I have three of them. I like my sandwich cut in half. If it's cut diagonally, I can't eat it. Well, that's too fucking bad because I'm going to cut it in squares. You're a dirty prick. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny. Kid, we're talking about kid show, you know, 80s cartoons. And we're over here cursing and flipping the birdies. Yeah. So, well, that's what this kind of show is about. Everyone that's listening that watched 80s cartoons are. In their 30s and 40s now, or or older. So yeah, hopefully, if uh, kids <laughs> show, dead. we apologize. Too soon. <laughs> All right. So my honorable mention is going to be three instead of two. So oh, you added another one. I added another one because you brought one up that reminded me of uh, a clone of of one of yours. So you mentioned the Smurfs, and uh, I have a nostalgia touch for the Snorks. Funny enough. Now and you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out I'm gonna ruin your the, the stay by me singing bad too. Come along with the snorks, eat some dirt with your shorts. I don't know words, but I know the melody. <laughs> eat uh. your ass with a snork. Hmm. <laughs> you get Yoda that's there. That's more like it. That's the that's the 2020s version of the snorks. <laughs> Like God. the Family Guy when they got the snork and the thing gets a, gets an erection. Oh yeah, that's what I remember about the show. <laughs> yeah, I think you're watching the wrong show. That was on Adult Swim, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> so uh, another unusual one, funny enough, was Richie Rich. Even though it was a hybrid, because it was on a, another show. Uh, that was an it, '80s show. Yeah, uh, it was only like it was like maybe a year or two. It would come on with um, a pup named Scooby Doo. That show was all right. You know, I wasn't a big Scooby fan, but I ended up seeing that more, you know, as a young kid, more than the original. But I always liked the Richie Richie cartoons. You know, I liked Professor uh, Keen B. I liked the, uh, the the robot maid. And it was just silly. You know, I remember the comics, too. You know, like the Archie style comic books in my dad's store. So that's probably why, you know, I remember it a lot. Um, and then my other one was a show that I, I remembered probably loving the toys more than the show. Cause I don't really remember much of the show, but it was bionic six really cool. Like die cast toys that came out. I don't know if you remember those, they were like about the size Maybe of GI Joe's, but like they were all die cast metal. And then they'd have like a little bit of clear plastic for like, you know, cause they would be like metallic parts. Like they'd be part robot in a sense. And it was like a family of six. And then they had this huge uh, robotic gorilla, and uh, the show wasn't anything to really go jumping crazy about. But I remember like those toys were very heavy. And it's like you're a kid. You're playing with these toys. Like each toy was probably like two or three pounds, you know. Yeah. And like I was looking them up just to see, you know, what they go for. But like that's pretty heavy. Well, <laughs> really? <I don't> know. <laughs> really? That's heavy. I'm serious. That's, that's what you, 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 you didn't get what you just did there. That was like dad joke bad. Oh, that's heavy. That's heavy. I know they're heavy. I just fucking said they're heavy. Did you not? Did you not realize you just said that? I think I think you're <laughs> exaggerating the heaviness of them. No, they're heavy. It was all metal. But the, the I, point I, I was yeah, getting, yeah. the point I was getting at was like, you see any of them now, 
And I guess the way they design them with like the way the plastic and the metal, like every one of them looks corroded. Like even if they're in the box, it's just so weird. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a, it was a cool concept. It was one of those we talked in the past, like back in the day, the eighties was all about like, how do you market a cartoon where you could market toys? And that was like definitely the gimmick, you know, it was such a common uh, theme that was done and we'll probably get into other shows that did that. So that's my honorable mentions. So let's get on to the real meat and potatoes of this episode, which is more singing from us at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. So I guess I'm going number 10 then. Yeah. You could do number two if you want, but uh, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. Not yet. Oh, you I already made- did that oh, today. Mm-hmm. So my number 10 is something that was mentioned at the recent toy show that we vended at it is a show that you tried to pawn off your dvd set onto me it is showtime it is beetlejuice beetlejuice cartoon that followed the movie with none of the voice actors of the movie at all and it's a really different spin where it makes beetlejuice into the uh, protagonist instead of the antagonist and uh, uh, Lydia is in it I don't think the parents really show up I it's been a long time since I watched it but I remember liking it so again this is not something that I generally go back and rewatch. And, and Benny tried to offer me up the complete series and I was just like yeah I don't really need it I mean if it's if it was available digitally I'd probably just pick it up if it was on sale or something or and just watch a couple episodes but uh some of the i think i tried to rewatch one or two maybe on youtube or somewhere else maybe it was on the extras of the the beetlejuice on digital or, or blu-ray and it doesn't really look like it holds up all that well right. <laughs> but uh it's still one of my favorites from this era so that's that's uh my number 10 cool mine is uh something that technically i would say it's an older show but there was different forms of the show um, so it's it, it came out at a much earlier time, but the art was different. And then we've got an 80s uh, version of the show. Um, and then it went on to have like a, a DVD movie, which I absolutely love. I'm a sucker for it. Um, and then it's gone on in current times. Probably in the last 10 years has had live action versions of these of this uh, franchise, if you will, or, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it. But uh this would be Alvin and the Chipmunks. Loved, loved, loved Alvin and the Chipmunks. Watched a whole lot of it. Um, you know, as you know, like I said, these are characters that have been around for a long time, but I'm focusing on like the 80s uh, version of the cartoon. And then eventually we got the Chipmunks movie, which is, it's really one of my favorite uh, cartoon movies of the 80s. I love the music in it. I love the the slightly mature artistic take on the on the animation um from that so it holds very near dear uh place in my heart i was always a theodore guy big and chunky to this day um my old (laughs) band goes shut the hell up nobody asked you my uh old band ghost of eden um we played back in the day we played a great adventure six flags great adventure and it was called you thick and chunky yes that's exactly what they did and we uh it was a Halloween themed uh, show. So we actually, there's a four, four piece band and we dressed up as Alvin and the Chipmunks. Our singer was dressed up as, uh, as Dave. And uh, you can guess who I dressed up as. And it was a lot of fun, tons of fun, if you will. And uh, yeah, that's my number 10. Nice epic pause. You know, I, 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 I eventually I think we should evolve to video so people could just see us fucking staring into the wind as we like, oh, who's going to say something next? Or he's just like holding in a laugh or a fart or something or a burp. I remember watching Alvin and Chipmunks as a kid, but not not enough to put it on here. That's so, <laughs> which would be funny and surprising, probably because it, where it fits with my next. uh, My next cartoon on the list i mean i think it would be surprising that i would include smurfs as an honorable mention but not alvin and the chipmunks uh but also my number nine is garfield and friends which is 
uh, something you might not expect from me. And uh, <laughs> I, I would quote some random Garfield things. It doesn't necessarily have to be from the show. And like things I've said, I've said them before, like, you know, he, uh, I hate Mondays, like, oh, it's the Garfield reference. I said it in front of Joe and other people and like they don't know it. They didn't get it. I'm like, you don't know Garfield like you don't know. Fuck, he, he hates Mondays. And Joe's like, I didn't realize you were Garfield aficionado. I'm like, this is like commonplace. So you never watched Garfield or read a Garfield comic strip or seen a fucking Internet picture of him like he eats lasagna and he hates Mondays. I, I, I relate very easily with him. <laughs> and <laughs> this was a cool show because you got the Garfield bits while you got the farm, the farm bits in there also with those characters. And it gave you like multiple stories in a single episode. And I thought it was cool. And it's again, something nostalgic to me that I probably haven't watched in forever. I don't know if I, I, I mean, I would probably put it on in the background and if, and uh, just to have on, or if I had kids and, you know, show them, but uh, as of right now, I have not gone back to it. So I guess that'll be our first um, connection Duel. that we have. Yeah, but it's it's a little higher up in my list. Uh, so I guess when we get to that number, I'll talk a little more to it. But uh, yeah, it's on there as well. So my uh, number nine, funny enough, is kind of the redheaded stepchild of Garfield, funny enough. And it was a similar show. I'd say maybe even a copycat that also had a secondary form of episode. Uh, And this show was Heathcliff. And Heathcliff was also a cat. And there's been episodes of Robot Chicken that explored the two of them kind of dueling out, you know, for who's who's really the cat of the 80s. And uh, there was also like the side episodes that had like the junkyard animals that hung out and, uh, Love that song. Love those characters. Different, you know, different cat, different attitude. Um, but loved watching that as well. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Silly, you know, Garfield is different. You know, Garfield definitely holds the test of time, in my opinion. Um, but this one is definitely more for nostalgia. Like, I remember watching this on TV and uh, enjoying it. Heathcliff, Heathcliff, no one knew. Terrorize the neighborhood. There you go. See, we're gonna keep singing. We're gonna, <laughs> we're, gonna we're gonna keep yes. singing. All right. Listen, I love singing so, these songs. <laughs> my my next one is another cartoon that's based on a movie with none of the original voice actors returning to to reprise their roles. And this one is interesting because of the backstory where they couldn't really use the regular name because there was another show existing with the same name. It is the real Ghostbusters. And this re- up until recently was was on Netflix. So I did go back and actually had rewatched a bunch of episodes. They do have like a Christmas episode that's like a spin on Scrooge. So I try to watch that around Christmas time. Uh, for the most part, it holds up the characters in it. Uh, are spins on the movie versions they're they're drawn a little bit differently but still uh stylistically close obviously winston is black still (laughs) and like egon has like the long face and and i i still feel like their character traits on the show very closely mirror to me what they feel like in the movie and it enhanced their personas a bit to me Dare I say this is the show probably is better than the second movie. That I would agree. I, I would agree with you on that. And, and definitely better than the female led movie. So we'll see if it's as that good movie, as that, that movie doesn't but. exist. <laughs> that's 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 a uh, Mandela effect. <laughs> but this this uh, this show that really brought out the toys. Again, we're going to talk about toys heavily. 80s was very inspired by toys. And the fir- the movie when it came out didn't really do that. The show is what really set off the toys and the proton packs with the twirling of the of the little knob in it, which would make you know the stream twirl the styro- across the, styro- cross the, styro- the styrofoam. Don't cross them. No, I mean on the to- the action figures, oh, not on right, the right. actual backpack, which you could right. also buy. Yep. And then eventually the trap, which was inspired by the movie, and the goat and the and the firehouse. Which and everybody the, had of our age. And the PKE meter. 
yes, the PKE meter, which did absolutely nothing. It just cracked. It made cracking yeah. sounds as you changed the knob. <laughs> yeah, anyway. but the toys were great. Like you said, like you were signaling with your eyes was the, you know, some of the ones that had like the big bug eyes or the ones that were, I, I, I remember having the ones that were like disguised as something like a cop or mailman or a football player and stuff like that. And then you would squeeze their legs or something and they would reveal their, their hauntedness. Yeah. And then he had the slime and it, it really pushed the toys and, and the the cartoon, I think still holds up relatively well. So toilet bowl ghost, best toy in the toilet bowl ghost. Yeah. It reminds me of look who's talking. I'm poop. I'm the pooping. I forgot. What I'm the poop monster. I want your poopy. I want your pee pee. The toilet bowl monster. I don't remember what he calls himself, but yeah. Well, this is also on my list, but it's uh. Here we go. It's much much higher. So we'll, we'll just keep later. going through all the ones that do duplicates. Well, I know the next one's definitely on your list, so we'll we'll, we'll just get that straight away. Uh, that definitely is. Definitely not on your list. <laughs> Silver Hawks. Oh, it was my next one. What? Yeah. It was my that. next one. Yeah, I'm sure my it was. No, it, it was not my number seven. Yeah, sure it was. <laughs> well, Paul always makes fun of me for liking a certain, certain series from the 80s because it's not stuff that he watched, which is fine. Um, Silver Hawks is another very special cartoon to me. I loved watching it was um i'll get it out of the way like thunderhawk uh thundercats is not on my list um thunder 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 it was it was okay like i remember watching it but like and i had a lot of the toys but it's just you know it's not something that held with me after a while like they did the reboot and i started watching that a little bit but it didn't grab me the way like a lot of people go back to it Another show like we've talked about, He-Man, same thing. It just didn't grab me the same way. But the creators of Thundercats created Silverhawks, funny enough. So it's uh, same creators, but, you know, we kind of went into a space kind of Western, if you will. And it has uh, this group of, you know, heroes that pretty uh, partly partly metal, partly real. They are Silverhawks. They... Uh, basically have like this metallic armor they can fly in space they pull their mask down with the swipe of their they do like the john cena you can't see me then they have a face mask on um they have wings they fly around it's just awesome they had a really cool line of toys all the toys were metallic painted so they look like garbage now too you know you can't find one in really good condition um, but I remember having those toys and watching. I remember sitting in front of the TV, like with the jet. They had a, a plane that was like, it basically looked like a space eagle, right? But it had five cockpits. So you can literally fit all the actual toys in it. So it was pretty large for its size. And I remember sitting in front of the TV with those toys and watching, you know, watching the episode. So def- definitely uh, nostalgia for me, without a doubt. That's it. Yep, I'm finished. I've never ever watched it outside of seeing the the Super yeah. Seven Ultimates that are coming out, and oh, maybe a shot <laughs> of uh, a Monster. That's the original Monster. There was no Monsters before. There was Monster. You tell him. You tell. You him. tell LeBron James about it. Uh, I'm gonna pull his head off his toy when I see him. <laughs> so my uh, number seven. Is not Silverhawks, unfortunately. Ooh, it this is man. A show of transforming robots called the GoBots. Challenge of the GoBots. Holy shit. The face Benny just made. GoBots. This is April. You Fool's are show? allowed to like both transforming robots. I like transforming robots. I had a handful of the toys. You literally and shit on would, me when I showed you that I got GoBot toys recently. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you it's mm. it is a poor, not even a poor man. It's like that's poor. I don't even know. It's not it's not even close competitor to Transformers, but 
like these other shows I've mentioned, it's a nostalgic thing to me that it was a cartoon I watched. It's not as rewatchable as Transformers is now. The toys were cool, different in a different way. <laughs> but he's making faces. But I, I did like the gold box, and I always wondered why they never really took off as much, and I thought there was potential there. But again, it w- did not hold a candle to the Transformers. I always kind of hoped that they would do the, the, the mashup eventually where they fat, they fought each other. And the, the villains characters on the GoBots were always better than the, the, re- the regular characters. So even as a kid, I, I preferred the villains, whereas Transformers, I would still root for Optimus Prime. And that's why it was so heartbreaking when he dies. Spoiler alert. But the GoBots, I've shocked Benny with this one. It's on my list. It is number seven. The Skoda shit its pants. I am in shock and awe. Like Good. I don't, I don't even know what to say. Is it on your list? No, it's not on my list. Because <laughs> I, I remember watching it, but I don't remember watching many episodes. I remember having Leader One. Well, it didn't have a long having, run. Yeah, no, I know. I, I remember more the Rock Lords at this point, which was well, the, they did make the, the tail, movie. the tail, the tail end of it. Yeah, that's really what I remember. But, uh, you know, I, like I told you, when I picked up some toys on nostalgia, like I remembered having specific ones and not realizing that they had like two lines of toys until now. Like they had deluxe ones, which are the normal size. And then they had these mini ones. The toys were terrible. Like when you look yeah. at them now, like- there was there was no scaling to them either. They didn't really like match up like the characters. One could be tiny and one could be big. And right. They were quality builds. They started off, and then I think they kind of offshoot because Tonka was the one that worked on them. So yeah, they were a lot of them were metal. Well, like, so was Transformers. Right. Well, I'm saying like they kind of went with that mold, which made them yeah. sturdier. Well, the but... funny thing is they were they were to market first. I know, just like Ghostbusters, <laughs> like yeah. Filmation's Ghostbusters, which also had toys. You know, it's a whole right. different. But that's discussion. not based on that. Wasn't based on the movie. No, right. That was just. A, I just mean a, in the transforming yeah. robot market, GoBots right. was first and still lost. Well, you know, but the now they movie. are owned by Hasbro, so there yeah. can be an eventual crossover. Uh, please don't. And there has <laughs> there has been some comic crossover background character wise and stuff like that. So it is potential. It. Cool. All right. So my next one will be one you said already. We'll go with Garfield. Garfield was great. We'll go with Garfield. You know, you know, love lasagna. My five-year-old uh, loves Garfield. Has a Garfield. Does toy he hate Mondays? Nobody, and he also doesn't like lasagna, so he's fair weather. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he watches. He watches the show. He watches the original show. He loves the intro. Uh, Where is loves, it available? He watches it on YouTube. You know, oh. like you find the episodes. I figure it's got to be somewhere, though, right? I well, you know what? It, I found a DVD at Walmart like maybe a year and a half ago. It's like a, it says it's like volume three, so they must have come out with the other ones. Can't really find them, but you know, we throw those DVDs on for him too, so he watches those. He likes the the farm sides of the stories a lot too. Like, yeah, he really like he likes Sheldon a lot, and it's, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, remembering how much I liked it and then seeing him appreciate the characters, you know, like he's very smart to say like, oh, this show looks old. Like he could tell the quality, you know, but he'll still watch it. You know, like I just got him into watching the Brave Little Toaster, another old, you know, uh, animation. So yeah, Garfield. It looks like it's on Boomerang, which I think is a paid service. It is is paid. And and, uh, Roku which has their own free system. It, it's on there as well, but it's not like full seasons. Yeah, but if you wanted to watch a random episodes. episode on Roku, I mean, you could do that. And I think the Roku is available now, even like on your phone and you could just, you don't have to have a Roku device to watch their free Roku channel now. Right. And I have my TV in my bedroom is Roku. And then he has a Roku in his room. So oh, well, there you go. There you go. Problem solved. Problem cool. solved. Didn't even know it was a problem. Moving on. Moving on up. That's it. Friends well, we already are there. discussed it, I guess. Friends are there to help you get started. I mean, you know, we, we, we're going through shows and we're not. We got to keep it going. I like you doing it. I'll, I'll leave it to you. 
I'm done. I sung. I sung a little bit. You got a little taste. All right. So my next one, and I'll do. Yo, Yo. My number six is G.I. Joe, which is probably way too high on the list for Joe, our friend. (laughs) And he would have it probably much closer to the top than I do. To me, again, it falls second fiddle to Transformers. Very similar show, though, the music. Uh, the special effects uh, not special effects it's a cartoon but sound effects uh, a lot of the voice actors are carried over I just I had a bunch of G.I. Joe toys never as much as Joe had and I wasn't really bought in but I do remember a lot going to like a lot of local stores and seeing cool G.I. Joe and getting them and then I was a fan like when they did like their what I guess would you you would call like their G2 where like Transformers had G2 where they had like uh, the characters that you got water on them and they had like the toxic stuff on them cesspool. And I had like a ton of guys from that line. And I remember watching that show and that like, that's like the bastard version of the show to many GI Joe fans. But to me, I, I liked it. I don't know. I still remember the original show to an extent. Again, I'm a little bit younger in this era, but I did watch reruns and that second show was on at, in the nineties. And, and as I would, you know, was was growing up i remember watching it collecting the toys collecting the 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 trading cards which i still have a large majority of the 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 trading card set that they put out and uh this is another one that the toys are key it's hasbro they they would introduce characters just so they could make the toys and it has some of the coolest stuff that is still uh, like lauded by collectors especially like the aircraft carrier that's like the size of a bed (laughs) that you could probably fit them all on and some of the outrageous prices it goes for now but that is my number six before we get into our top five just missed out on the top five and funny enough joe will be very disappointed because gi joe is not on my list any way shape or form i don't think he would be surprised though maybe disappointed but not surprised I, i watched it i know it you know him and i have had our our jokes with the movie you know we used to scream the song the theme song of the movie in the car for plenty of times and i remember it but yeah i mean i had some spas cobra (laughs) (laughs) i can't do it too loud it's getting late now so but uh yeah so it's it's worth mentioning i had an appreciation for it but it it just—it's not something that uh, you don't have to patronize me. them now. Just move, just move along, oh. move it along. Joe, I'm so sorry. Joe, <laughs> look into my eyes. Oh wait, you can't. I'm sorry. I'll send the video. <laughs> so my next on the list. Uh oh, I screwed up. Hold on. <laughs> a bit about the fat with a fumble. Fumble, Ruski. Hold on. Got to There we go. Good. I had a good, different. Good, good. I had, I had live a live TV. Yep. I was like, hey, do it live. Fuck it. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Next one is uh, I. It's towards the end of the decade, but still very important. And uh, I know sometimes we get to that point where it's like, are we focusing on the earlier stuff? But this is something I think we all like to some degree. And I'd be surprised if it's not on your list. It probably is higher. So this would be Disney's DuckTales. And then I sing the moon song from the Nintendo version. Great, great show. Loved it as a kid. Loved that it is still around. We had uh, you know, a new series a couple of years ago. Haven't been able to go back and like watch all of it, but seen some episodes can really appreciate it. I'm a big fan of the DuckTales movie. It was straight As to DVD. Straight to DVD. What, well, straight it was to a VHS. Home, home, yeah, home video. And then we didn't see it on, on DVD until it was a Disney reward on their website. It was not available for a very long time. And uh, yeah, it's, you know, Scrooge McDuck at his best. You know, just a little, Swimming in gold, another another Joe fan. You know, it's a, Joe loves that. Yes, show too. this is like the Joe episode now. Yeah, really. Until we get later in the lists, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, there's not much else to say. It's 
great song. This, you know, the, the fact that the new show did the same song, you know, paid homage to it. Yeah. Yeah. Good enough for me. So, Good yeah. enough for me. Moving on. Well, top five. Moving on. My number five is another Disney show. So we'll follow the Disney line here. My show is Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Remember watching this in the afternoons on Channel 11 back in the Disney afternoon block of uh, cartoons after school. And you had uh, Indiana Jones and uh, what was the other one supposed to be Magnum P.I. And in cartoon form, Monterey Jack. I don't remember all the rest of the characters, but. <laughs> so. Chippendale this fucking guy Chippendale uh, was a lot of uh, it still holds up I think it's on Disney Plus if you want to watch it these that that era which I feel like got started with this and DuckTales and Gummy Bears to an extent of Disney afternoon shows was like really it was like the the revitalization of the Disney animated movies like these started banging out you know hit after hit and i mean you have the the more notable ones like tailspin after and darkwing duck but yeah some other decent ones along the way I, I i remember liking bonkers the cat which is not one like you really see anyone talk about anymore it'd be cool to see disney bring it back goof troop everybody loves you know like these are all things that i think kind of still go under the radar now at how well they did cartoons back then and Maybe we're seeing a little bit of that now with the return of, of uh, DuckTales. And I think they're doing something else with Chip and Dale, right? I think they're doing yeah, uh, Rescue Res- Rangers a... like CGI or something, too. Well, there's like a show, I think, that might be on Disney Plus already. You know, might Yeah, be- I mean, Rescue Rangers wise, not like right. just regular Ch- Chip and Dale. But yeah, I re- this is, again, huge nostalgia for me. And it's some, I, I, as we've discussed on this show, I'm huge into Disney. So they hold Makes up sense. with me. So. Yeah. They, they just edge out G.I. Joe. Cool. My next one's an unusual one because it's kind of like multiple shows, but they were all connected um, in some of them different times. But to me, they're like one big show because they're all connected in one way. Um, and it all really started with the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. The Mario Brothers, the plumbing, the game. <laughs> Find a super warp showing them fucking on the drain. I'm done. Uh, Captain Lou Albano. That's it. Hey, Which is live action though. But no, I'm talking about the cartoon. <laughs> I know. I don't give a crap about the live action. It was fine. But uh, the big part of it for me was The Legend of Zelda. I was a sucker for it. It was short lived. Um, it was corny, but it was like the first attempt to like having video game accurate visually you know, aesthetics to something that I loved as a kid. I was a diehard Legend of Zelda fan growing up with my mother and to, you know, see Ganon look the way he looked in the instruction manuals because that's really the only place that you ever saw that stuff and seeing Link look like that. And, you know, the it was very campy, very goofy and over the top cheesy. But the whole show, you know, premise, including the Mario Brothers episodes and the Captain Ep- Ken Captain N episodes, they were all kind of like that feel of you're getting the, the the video game nostalgia, but like you weren't getting complete homage because they were taking you know certain characters and I don't know what they were thinking with some of them. Like Mega Man was green and he looked like he well he sounded like he was a cigarette smoker, and uh, Mother Brain had the oh, Mother Brain <laughs> just all the weird voices and. Uh, but for me, The Legend of Zelda, out of all of them, was the best of the three. I loved the Mario cartoons. There were certain episodes that were better than others. But yeah, Legend of Zelda, I was like, we've never gotten another show like that, you know, where we got more visuals other than simply based on the video game at this point. So it was cool to, you know, see that on Fridays because it was always Friday Fridays. That was the Friday episode. And there we I, I remember watching... Uh some of that and i don't i don't have a strong connection to it but i remember uh not remember i i think now to it 
and it just makes me remember those CDI games, the bad Zelda and Mario hey, Hotel, whatever. Zelda. <laughs> That's what I think of now. Whenever you when you mention it, I immediately thought of those CDI games. So it doesn't it doesn't have a good memory to me, Yikes. just because yeah. they had a similar animation style. It was way better. Did you ever play those games? No, I've just remembered the, the video game nerd Yikes. videos on them. Horrible. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd bother with them. I've tried them on emulators. My God, they're bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's being being a kid and being into something, you tend to follow, you know, whatever they make for it, which is that's the point, you know. And mission accomplished. You got me to love it for that reason. It, it's hard to go back to, you know. But I understand the disconnect now. So cool. All right, the top four. My number four is. Uh, one from your list that you just did before, and it is DuckTales. Woo! So we stick with the Disney theme here. This is our, you know, real first deep dive into Scrooge McDuck, an animated form outside of Mickey's Christmas Carol, which he's essentially paying, playing Scrooge from Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol and that. So this is more, we get deeper dive into the character deeper dive into the family of Huey, Louie, and Dewey, and Webigail eventually, and we get Launchpad, and Gizmo Duck, yes. and we get, you know, a lot of characters introduced that ended up hanging around and being in other shows, and cameoing, and a lot of fan favorites in this. A lot of, and a lot of cool episodes, I, I feel like. This is another one that holds up, and uh, it obviously meant a lot to fans that they brought it back and uh david tennant was the voice of scrooge in that reboot so uh hopefully we get more of this universe and i know whenever i would go to disney parks i'd always be on the lookout for the scrooge stuff because the merch is cool but it's also you know joe loves the character but usually it's like you don't see a whole lot of merch for ducktail stuff and even Donald would show up in DuckTales, obviously, because he's he's a nephew of Scrooge. And uh, I remember going in, in one of the stores in Disney Sea, which is in Tokyo, for a lot of people that haven't made their way out there yet. And there was a whole Scrooge themed store. Nothing in the store was sold was Scrooge stuff, but the store itself was themed with like gold statues of Scrooge and money and stuff. And like Joe would get such a kick out of this, that you'd have to take a 15 hour flight in order to see it. So I don't know if that's going to happen, but uh, DuckTales number four on my list. Disney afternoon. Skype. (laughs) What? Blather and blather Skype. (laughs) All right. So now we're getting real close to the end. We're inchworming it in. Mine's going to join me something we haven't discussed yet and i don't know if it'll be on your list i would think it might but we'll see mine started with my second i know your last three okay we'll see about that oh you have four left actually i know three of your four yeah oh yeah three no i have four you're right um this one is really needs no introduction but it's something that to this day is another powerhouse of a franchise it's had every form of you name it lunchbox movie cartoon this is my next this is my next pick four okay no my this is my three this is your three i I went first i'm losing count but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so i had it one higher than you yeah great Great, great show. Great toys. Not so great video game in the beginning in the 80s. (laughs) Music was memorable. Love the music. I can't make this jump in the sewer. (laughs) No, swimming, swimming with the electrical, uh, with the electrical seaweed. My God. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is one of the best cartoons out there for for that time. And it really changed the game for you know, toys with, you know, a franchise that is attached to it that just built and built and built. We've gotten so many versions of movies and, you know, like we said. And still building. Yeah, still doing it. And, 
you name it, something exists for Ninja Turtles. Technodrome, um, yeah, sewer, I, pizza blimp. I mean, pizza ha- shooter. Van. Listen, ha- Hasbro <laughs> right now is really re-releasing a lot of the original Wave One stuff. Like, so you can go out in Walmart if you're lucky. Not Hasbro though. Yeah, Hasbro under the Kenner, they're putting the Kenner um, labels on them, for like they're doing Ninja the Turtles. Retros. Pretty sure it's not Hasbro. Playmates is Ninja Turtles. Oh, uh, you're right. Sorry, because I remember it was like they're using like whatever the old logo. So Playmates, but forgive me. But yeah, like you can buy the the sewer right now. You can buy the turtle van. Allegedly, they're doing the blimp again, but you can get the original figures on the card, like they were with like the uh, the weapons on the uh, on the little yeah. grids that you you know break out. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But like turtles, the problem is, like, is that they're they're licensing it out to everybody. So NECA does their own Ninja well, Turtles. NECA's Super Seven does their Ninja Turtles. It's like, yeah. but NECA's NECA's dangerous territory for a toy collector. That's a that's a time for a different show. But um, it's really this is about the cartoon and the cartoon is just awesome. So many episodes. I remember you know seeing it for the first time and falling in love with all these different characters: Bebop, Rocksteady. You know, having turtles, having uh, Mondo Gecko and Muckman. And for me, I loved Rob and I loved Usaki Ujimbo, you know, and then the toys. You were able to have the toys that related. I mean, this is probably one of those few shows that made so many secondary character figures, which blows yeah. me away when you think about that. All of our shows, you know, when you're making toys, you're usually going to get the core characters. You're getting like, well, like I said, you're getting Muckman. You're getting, you know, what they I mean? followed the formula of GI Joe and Transformers. Introduce right. a character into the show and then make the toy for it, right? Which, which is, you know, smart marketing. You know, if you can yeah. make stuff last. But yeah, that's it's it's a. I'll tell you that since it's my next one anyway, it's my number three Ninja Turtles. Uh, one of my favorite shows of the '80s, and it continued on into the '90s. I did buy a bunch of the DVDs and, you know, to have and just kind of nostalgia. I remember playing one of the VHS tapes like on loop practically like every couple days uh, because that's how you watch them back then. If it wasn't on TV, Uh, you could either record it off the TV or have ones that have a couple episodes that didn't really even connect to each other on a VHS tape. But I have the. I think like maybe the first six or seven seasons or however they broke them up originally on DVD. And I was looking to sell a bunch of my DVDs and Blu-rays recently. And those are ones I'm like, you know what? I'm going to hang on to these. I don't own them digitally. I'd like, you know, I like to probably go back to these at some point. And like, they were so cheap enough when I got them that probably they're not worth reselling. I'd rather just hang on to them. So I know for a short while, Walmart Walmart was doing like if you bought the complete set in the store, they gave you a digital download for Voodoo, but they no longer own Voodoo now. So I don't think that applies anymore. If you could pick it up in the store and get that code on your receipt, right, which was a cool way to get the complete series and then just flip the DVDs if you didn't want the DVDs. But I remember collecting all these toys and I, I pretty sure I mentioned to you before, maybe multiple times. Uh at certain points throughout life, I had so many of these. I had Transformers from, I had G.I. Joe, I had Batman, you know, all the stuff that you would have, the start of the X-Men and the 90s Spider-Man cartoon and Lego. To one point, my mother's like, you got to get rid of some of this stuff. You got to get rid of like one of these collections that you don't really play with anymore. And unfortunately, Ninja Turtles was the first one to bite the dust and unloaded all of those. And I donated them all. And I uh, wish in hindsight that I could have kept them somehow stored them yeah. somewhere, you know, to have them now. Like I have my Transformers still at this point, but it's just they were the first to go. Yeah. Teardrop for uh, lost toys for <laughs> both of us, because I don't pretty much have any of my childhood toys anymore. So I, I relate. I get it. They probably would have been great to flip at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, funny that you mentioned that because you talked about, you know, how you kept some of these DVDs for these shows. And funny enough, uh, several of these shows I've had DVDs for over the years. Uh, the next one on my list. And then this one also. At uh, one point, I had the complete series. I had the Turtle Van and I sold it for crazy money because it's like, I, paid, I think I paid 50 no, I probably paid $80 for it. It was like the van that had all the series, uh, the DVDs in it. 
I sold it for like four hundred and fifty dollars. I was like, okay, That's I can, I'll find I'll find them somewhere, you know. Right. But then as we segue for my next uh, one, this I had the complete series on DVD. It was a limited release. It was only released through like one publisher. It's online only, steelbook DVDs, and I sold them four months ago, maybe less, for four hundred dollars. And this is a show that you mentioned before, The Real Ghostbusters. Proud it's Scalper. It. Proud Scalper. Hey, I'm not going to watch the DVDs. It was on digital. So like you, you know, some of the physical stuff, if, if we can watch it elsewhere, it's not necessarily worth holding on to, especially if it has value. So um, great show. Great, great episodes. I loved the music. You know, there was always those reoccurring parts of the score that would come up when you, you'd be in the in the firehouse and you know the transition music and we'll be right back with the real ghostbusters you know like little things like that with the talking ghost and you know having slimer have that connection with with the guys you know where we don't get that in the movie i like that and i i always hoped that eventually the movies would visit that but you know the different worlds but uh yeah very very cool and dark you know if you think about it it's a dark cartoon for its time you know like you know monsters and demons and hell and poltergeists and you know the toys weren't easy on the eyes either you know so like you think about that and it's like we went we went through a lot as kids like you know we had some pretty mature stuff for cartoons so it was definitely cool spooky scary good stuff and then they came out with all the weird stuff after another series that another franchise that has stand stood the test of time we like we said earlier in a previous episode new movie coming out you know just crazy you know that we we can appreciate stuff that's been around that long that people still love so and also back to toys i know it's not a toy show but we if you can't tell we're toy collectors and we love toys um hasbro in this case did have the Kenner brand or whatever, and they are putting they were putting out the nostalgic Ghostbusters. They just put the yeah. one out and they had the toilet, toilet, toilet monster, eye pop monster, and yeah. But uh, yeah, that's it for me. So then uh, we're down to two, yeah. I have two left. Let's go. My two, two of these shows, both of these shows are some of my favorite shows of all time. My number two. I think is going to throw Benny off. My number two is the Transformers. It is a show that I still watch now on Tubi. It's available on Tubi to watch. Pretty much every incarnation is available to watch on Tubi. I still collect. I buy some of the Hasbro stuff. I buy uh Takara's masterpieces from Japan. I'll buy third-party stuff. I like to display them in curios. So the toys have resonated with me from when I was a little kid, which I have pictures of me as like a two and three-year-old with Transformer on card in my hand and still having those toys. And I, I think it's just this show clicks on all cylinders for me from toys to the show, which I still watch. Like I said, the movie just got remastered in 4K. I love the movie. Uh, it's just, it's really everything to me. <laughs> it's so corny as it sounds. Uh, it did not run long enough, sadly. It only had, I can't say it had four seasons. It had three seasons and then a three episode arc of the fourth season. Uh, it did continue in Japan, which I do own. I've never made the complete run through them. Uh, I plan on, I did watch some of Headmasters. I really, wish there was good uh, fan dubs of all of them. There are not. Unfortunately, they're the first few episodes, maybe even more than a few, maybe the first eight or nine episodes of Headmasters. There are fan dubs available on YouTube to watch. Uh, I mean, you could just watch it with the subtitles, but if you want something that sounds similar to the voices, there are the fan dubs do a better job than the other dubs that are out there that are just atrocious. They're not even worth watching. But Transformers is still going to this day. It was like I, I, it was like a dream of mine when I said when the live action came out that I never thought I would see a live action version of a cartoon from my childhood. Uh, Beast Wars, 
show of in the 90s I was and we talked about in the 90s cartoons episode cartoon episode is one of my uh top 90s cartoons and they kind of merged those worlds now and Hasbro is just playing with they're playing with their own action figures and mixing everything up so Transformers is my number two I'm sure it is probably your number two as well I guess so I won't even say anything at this point then right <laughs> so you know for those that don't know uh, I am a Transformers fan I always have been a Transformers fan there's just a different level of commitment that my fandom has uh, seen in more recent uh, months, maybe uh, last year or so. But, um, you know, Paul is, for as long as I've known him, going on uh, 17, 18 years. Too long. Too long, too long. Transformers is something that we always were able to talk about. And, uh, you know, we always had some form of connection. I knew that he was always the avid toy collector of that stuff and i i wasn't i wasn't really um into that i was very specific with my toys and you know but there was love for it the 80s knows no bounds when we remember things that we were close with and things that we played with and what we watched and yeah i was a big transformers fan i i did not have the privilege of having a lot of different transformers but i do you know remember what i had and we've had those discussions offline too and you know, I, I have not watched the show as much as he has recently, but uh, I've started watching it on Tubi at his request. And, uh, you know, not my I, request. it was your request. Don't lie. You said you're going to be a fan. You got to start watching it again. It's on Tubi. No excuses. Uh, I can pull out the recording. So moving Hold on. Up. Don't make me. Don't make me. <laughs> so it's a great it's a it, it, it's another scenario of it's such a simple concept on paper, you know, it's like cars that transform and they turn into robots and it's just a cool premise. And then being able to have a physical toy that can do that and having these earlier toys, a lot of them were made with, met, you know, die cast metal, you know, so it was, it just took the toys to another level. We had a lot of toys, but like, it wasn't anything like it. You know, like I told you, I had some of these bionic six figures similar in the sense of like metal uh, aspects, but having a robot, you know, in a car, like I was never a car kid, but like this made me appreciate different cars along with some other shows. One of the most iconic sound effects of <laughs> to this day. Yep. Listen, my five-year-old has a Thomas train bootleg that was uh, purchased for him by his grandparents this uh, past summer. And when it drives around the floor it rolls and makes all crazy weird sounds like you would expect from like a bootleg you know one of those little boutiques in the mall in the middle of the mall but then all of a sudden you hear and you hear it say roll out i'm like <laughs> really so it clearly you know has stood the test of time as well um i have grown into being a much bigger appreciator of the transformer toys you know with the more modern takes even though I'm learning about the Hasbro, if you will. Uh, again, we can go into a different discussion with that, but there is a good love for uh, for Transformers, and it's up there for a lot of reasons. And uh, I remember early days, Paul and I playing PlayStation games, and there was a Japanese version of a Transformers game that I had that he yes, loved. Too. Was it what I say? I just said PlayStation. Yeah, I'm All just right. saying. I'm just stating yeah, it's a PS2 okay. game. Yeah, it was uh, it was an import and it was like G1 focused, which we, we know Paul loves. And I, I remember, it. yeah, he went and bought it, <laughs> but yes. he used to come he used to come over and play that. It was pretty cool. Like a kind of like a pack and slash. Right. If you will. It's like a Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. With, with way ahead of its time. The Autobots and Decepticons. You right. could play us. But yeah, there you go. My number two. I'm really, number two. I'm, I'm really curious on your number one. My number one is is Mask. It's my favorite show of the 80s. It's uh, I don't think it's on your list. I don't know if it is or is. It's about these guys. They put on a mask. They drive in cars and fake DeLoreans and stuff like that. And the things transform. And that's my number one. <laughs> How long can I go on for a show? I have no idea about I put it on last night. It's on Tubi just to see the intro so I could make the joke in the episode. 
Did anybody ever tell you you're a piece of shit? <laughs> Many times. Okay. Just add it to your list of uh, another person that has that opinion. About well, you. do you want my real number one or are we good with that? Uh, I don't know if I give a shit at this point. Okay. All right. That's fine. Just get on with it, man. I got to go to bed. <laughs> tired of this shit. Well, see, you got uh, you and everyone else out there said, wow, I can't believe Paul didn't pick Transformers as his number one show. Um, I, I know that's what everyone's thinking. But if you dial back to a previous episode, 90s cartoons, I had an honorable mention on that show that I got ripped on because it came out in December of 1989 and it is Holy still running. Shit. Holy shit. It is still running to this day. Piece that of is one of my favorite shows of all time, much like Transformers, but it is has a much longer lifespan. It is the Simpsons. And would you would say you're a bigger Simpsons fan than a Transformers fan. I feel like. Yes. Would, yes, uh, I would. Wow. Okay. It's I a different thing. I, I can quote. You. I can quote the Simpsons. Uh, I will reference the Simpsons. A friend of ours. I don't want to disclose because it was about his address and his address. His new address is Grabowski, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, that sounds so familiar to me. And it took me like less than a minute. And I'm like, oh, that's in the Simpsons. And Julie's like, what? what? And I played the clip. It's like a one off line when Homer goes to New York City and his car is stuck between the World Trade Center, which happens to be one of my favorite episodes before the Trade Center came down. And he calls the number to get the boot removed from his car because the car is right between the two towers. And they say, Officer Steve Grabowski will come to take off your boot. And it still sticks with me that like I can reference that one quote of like such a minuscule thing. And I still find myself referencing the Simpsons much like Seinfeld or the office or stuff like that. And like I said, it's how long it's been running that they're still doing it. Obviously it's not to the level that it used to be, but we're on 30 plus seasons. They put out a movie. They're probably going to put out another movie. It's different on a collectible level. Obviously, I don't collect Simpsons merchandise. You do now. (laughs) Shortly, I will. But it's a different kind of love. It's not as it's nostalgic to me because I do remember watching the first few seasons with my dad when I was a kid. And, and, you know, we would watch it on Sunday nights and marry with children and everything. But it's a different kind of a quotable thing to me. And I still love it. I'll put it on Disney Plus. I put it on the other night, just like Transformers. I'll still put it on now, but I'm not watching it. Transformers, I'm watching. I still think it's cool. Robots transforming and, and battling and, and the nostalgia of it. But Simpsons, I could still laugh at and, and just remember the nuances and, and dumb stuff and still sometimes find stuff that you didn't see originally 30 years ago. So and it's the same show. Transformers has gone through multiple iterations. many different iterations right so i surprised you, you surprised you on that one. Well, as you said you said last uh, previous episode i'm like oh that's right okay you know because you don't think about it because i feel like it falls under that well it's, i got cheated because did, i couldn't use it that episode it came out december of 89 if it was january of 90 then transformers would be number one that's the makes way it sense. works makes sense all right and uh, obviously, this guy kind of ruined mine. So, I mean, it's like not even a reason Deliberately. to talk about it. Yes. So, I'm just going to go uh, F myself and uh, get ready to take a shower and go to bed. So, you don't want to give a little thing? I, I, I butchered the show. I mean, there might totally. be some people that are actually fans of the show. I doubt that. Okay. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Right, bye, everybody. Piece of shit.